trying to learn Japanese? Start speaking Japanese from your very first lesson with fast, easy audio and video lessons by real teachers. Sign up for your free lifetime account at JapanesePod101.com. Hi everyone! Welcome to Japanese Top Wars! Today's theme is 10 ways to remember words! Let's go! I speak as often as possible with native speakers. みなさん、日本人の友達はいますかもし日本語を勉強してて、ね、なんかチャンスがあれば、日本人の友達作ったら上達する早道になるかもしれません。何回も読んだり書いたり話したりを繰り返しする。I use repetition, reading and writing. And speaking words over and over again. 海外にあのイギリスに行ってたことがあるんですけど、そこで英語勉強するときにバスに乗りながらネイティブの人たちの会話のモノマネを一人でコソコソしたりしてました。秘密秘密。That's <笑> what I'm saying とか。だけど見つかったらちょっと怪しいから気をつけてください。子供向けのテレビやYouTubeをよく見る。I often watch TV or YouTube videos that are designed for young children. 子供向けのテレビ、アニメとかだったら結構簡単な会話が出てくるからおすすめです。日常生活の中でいつも使うようにする I try to use the language routinely in the context or daily life. 例えば相手が日本人の人じゃなくても ま、独り言とかでもいいんですけど、その言葉を使うようにする。外国の人ってなんかオットってのをあの英語系の人なんですけど、ウップスって言うじゃないですか。それをあの日常生活の中で私も真似してたんです。わざとウップスとか。そし
in a simple sentence, so I learn whole phrases, not just individual words. 例えば、何か一つ言うにしても、新しい言葉を覚えて、それを文章の中に使うことによって、なんかいろんな言い回しが増えて、文も覚えれて、一石二鳥、ということですかね。一石二鳥。Killing two birds with one stone. 一石二鳥。覚えてください。音楽を聴いて歌詞を暗記する。I listen to the song and memorize the lyrics. えっと、私が外国語を勉強するときは大体音楽から入ることが多くて、はじめは意味わからなくても、そのまま、あの、真似して歌ったりして、後々になって意味が理解できるっていうことが結構あります。セタブロマンセチュヌベリストア。皆さんのなんか好きな日本の曲あれば教えてください。実際に自分に聞こえるように言葉を声に出す。I say words out loud so that I can actually hear them. 頭の中で読むだけじゃなくて口に出すことによってより覚えが早くなると。思います。私も経験上。うん。Don't be shy. どんどん言っていったらいいと思いますよ。今日は以上です。That's it for today. なんか皆さん、今日のその勉強法で一番好きな方法はどれですかあともし、今日出てなかったものでもおすすめの勉強法があればぜひ教えてください。ではまたバイバイバイバイ Don't forget to subscribe! <laughs> Hi, welcome to Introduction to Japanese. My name is Alicia, and I'm joined by. Hi, everyone, I'm Risa. In this lesson, you'll learn the basics of Japanese grammar. Word order refers to the order in which words are structured to form a sentence in a given language. Consider the English sentence, I ate an apple. But first, let's remove the article an here for simplicity, so we're just left with I ate apple. The basic word order for English is subject, verb, object, or SVO for short. If we break down the English sentence, I ate apple, we can see that the subject I is presented first, followed by the verb ate, and then finally the object apple is positioned last. This is the basic word order for sentences in English. Now, let's compare the same sentence, I ate an apple, in Japanese. 私がリンゴを食べました。Like before, let's remove the particles to keep it simple. So we're just left with the words. If we break down the Japanese sentence, we get the subject, 私 meaning I. Then comes the object, リンゴ meaning apple. And finally, we have the verb, 食べました meaning ate. The word order for Japanese then is subject, object, verb, or SOB for short. In both languages, the subject is presented first. In English, though, it's followed by the verb and then the object, compared to the object being first and the verb last in Japanese. The same sentence in Japanese is essentially I apple ate, subject first, then object, and verb last, SOV. This is the basic word order for sentences in Japanese. Okay. Let's move on to the next section. English is what is called a subject prominent language. 
This simply means that the subject is slightly more important than other components in the sentence. It's the key piece of information other components in the sentence relate to. Who is doing the action is slightly more important than what is being done or which object it's being done to in English. If we had to slowly remove pieces of information from a sentence while trying to keep its essence intact, logically we would do so in order of least important to most important. If we were to omit the subject, we would get ate an apple, which sounds strange. On the other hand, if we were to omit the object instead, the sentence would become I ate. Even though in each instance we omitted a piece of information, the reason I ate sounds less strange is because we've yet to break any grammatical rules, and so there's still potential for the sentence fragment to become a complete sentence and to become grammatically correct. Since the latter is logical, this indicates that the subject is more important than the object in English. The same would have been true if we had omitted the verb. Since the subject is the integral component in the sentence, this makes English a subject-prominent language. Japanese, on the other hand, is a topic-prominent language. Unlike English, the focus of each Japanese sentence is the topic, not the subject. Essentially, the ate an apple portion, lingo wo tabemashita, is the main focus of the sentence, where I is deemed less important and can be omitted. In fact, if it's obvious what the subject is, or if it's already been established, it's quite normal to omit the subject from the conversation altogether in Japanese. Let's look at this aspect in a bit more detail. More often than not, if you wanted to say, I ate an apple in Japanese, you would not say, Instead, you would more likely say, Apple ate in Japanese. Since Japanese is a topic prominent language, the information to be shared is the act of eating the apple. Less important is the subject, which is omitted altogether. Most Japanese sentences are constructed and spoken like this in real life. In most situations, such as a one-on-one -on -one conversation, it's clear that the person who's speaking is the subject. In cases where it's obvious who or what the subject is, it's almost guaranteed that the subject will be omitted. And so, you're left with... On the other hand, when it's unclear who or what the subject is, or if you wanted to place emphasis on the subject, like if you wanted to declare from a group of people that it was you who ate the apple, then you would include the subject. But more often than not, most sentences spoken in daily Japanese conversation can be spoken without including the subject at all, particularly if that subject is you. Knowing this, we can easily express any simple action in Japanese using just the object and the verb. Try to create the sentence, I ate a hot dog, from these sets of words. Okay, got it? The object goes first, so let's put hot dog here. And the verb goes last, so let's put ate at the end. Finally, we connect them using the appropriate particle. And that's it. Which means, I ate a hot dog in Japanese. You can create any basic sentence like this in Japanese if you simply know the word for the object and the verb in Japanese. Well done! Let's wrap up this lesson by recapping what we've learned. In this lesson, you learned that Japanese sentences are formed using a subject-object-verb, or SOV, word order. The most important aspect of Japanese sentences is not the subject of the sentence, but the topic. Most sentences spoken in Japanese will not actually contain a subject, especially if that subject is obvious, like when it's yourself, the speaker. 
And lastly, you can create basic sentences in Japanese by putting the object first and the verb last. Hi everyone, I'm Risa. Welcome to Basic Japanese Writing. In this series, I'm going to teach you how to master the Japanese alphabet in the fastest, easiest, and most fun way. Did you know, written Japanese actually uses three different scripts. Hiragana, Katakana, and Kanji. Hiragana is the basic Japanese alphabet. Contrary to the English alphabet, however, each character represents one syllable sound. So every time you see one specific character, you know that it will always sound the same way. The second script used in Japanese is katakana. Each katakana character represents the same syllable as its hiragana counterpart. However, it is written a bit differently and is used mostly for foreign words. These two make up the Japanese alphabet and they will be the focus of this series. On the other hand, kanji characters represent a word or a concept and unlike hiragana and katakana, there are thousands of them. Plus, there are also different readings for each of them. This makes kanji characters harder to master. However, it's important to learn them as well because they are essential in understanding Japanese. To learn more about kanji, check out our kanji series at japanesport101.com, which I also host with Alicia. In this first lesson, we will be diving into hiragana, and you'll be learning your first five characters. Hiragana characters are the most common of the three scripts because it's used to write functional words like grammatical particles and are also commonly found at the end of adjectives and verbs. There are also a lot of words that are more commonly written in hiragana rather than kanji. Technically, Hiragana characters could also be used to substitute kanji characters that you don't know how to write. But don't use this as an excuse not to learn kanji. There are 46 hiragana characters and they are commonly arranged in this order. Take note that when Japanese is written vertically, you read it from right to left. So we'll be starting with this column. These five characters are the five vowel sounds in Japanese. The rest of the characters are made up of a consonant sound and one of these vowel sounds, except for the n character. Okay, are you ready to learn your first hiragana? Here we go! This is the hiragana character, a, a. To remember this character, try comparing it with an apple. Do you see it? Next up is the hiragana character, i, i. Think of this character as two eyes, side by side, i. You can actually see i a lot in writing, as it acts like a suffix to most adjectives in Japanese. The third one is the hiragana, u. To remember this character, imagine a boxer getting punched in the stomach saying U. This is the hiragana character, E. E. It looks like an energetic ninja. Whoosh! 
Now, our final character for this lesson. The hiragana, o, o. To remember o, try to think of it as a UFO. Take a look at these two characters. Do you remember this character on the left? That's right, it's the hiragana, a. In order to differentiate hiragana, o, from a, just remember that o has a floating stroke on the side. O is also often used in writing, but unlike i, o is commonly found at the beginning of words. It is used to imply politeness. Let's see all the characters again. A, i, u, e, o. Now, let's review what you've learned. I'll show you a character or a word and give you time to say them. Ready? E. Remember the energetic ninja. I. Believe it or not, it's actually a word. I means stomach. U. Which one is the hiragana? A. It's the one that looks like an apple and doesn't have a floating stroke. This one. Ai. It means love. Ue. This one means up or above. Ie. Ie means no. Aoi. This means blue. Great job! Do you remember when I said hiragana characters are used to spell out the pronunciation of a kanji? They are placed above or beside a kanji and written smaller. This use of hiragana is called furigana. Okay, let's wrap up this lesson by recapping what you've learned. In this lesson, you've learned the five hiragana vowels. A, i, u, e. You've now mastered your first five characters. Do you know what big is in Japanese? In the next lesson, you'll learn it when you get to know your first batch of consonant word syllables. Before you go, practice writing the following words on your own. And to learn more Japanese, go to japaneseport101.com. Want to know the do's and don'ts of writing your hiragana? Watch the full lessons on the site with advanced hiragana and katakana writing instructions. There, I'll be teaching you the correct balance and releases to make your writing perfect. See you in the next lesson! Matane! Welcome to Introduction to Japanese. My name is Alicia, and I'm joined by... Hi everyone, I'm Risa. In this series, you learn everything you need to know to get started learning Japanese. That's right, and we're here to help guide you through your journey. In this lesson, you'll learn the reasons you should start learning a new language, why you should learn Japanese in particular, and how to get started. Let's begin with the most obvious question, why learn a new language? There are countless reasons, but perhaps the biggest one of all is that it could actually change your life. 
Learning a new language unlocks new pathways that are off-limits to you now. There are certain things that you simply cannot do without having the technical or cultural skills that come from learning a new language. Like working or living in another country. Knowing another language provides you with greater job opportunities. You have the freedom to move to another country halfway around the world and earn a living, or even better yet, build a career from it, instead of just being stuck in one place. Language allows you to visit or live in places that you may never have even considered going simply because that wasn't a possibility for you. Knowing another language simply gives you more options to choose from. And learning a new language also helps you to be more open-minded and see the world from a new perspective. Language and culture go hand in hand. The world is a big place, and by broadening your understanding of other cultures, it allows you to be more empathetic and understanding of the many different ways that people live their lives. With language, you're able to see and experience more, which helps you to grow as a person. Learning a new language also improves your memory. Several studies have consistently shown that those who study another language have improved memory as opposed to those who didn't learn another language. Learning another language also keeps your brain healthy by significantly delaying the onset of Alzheimer's and dementia. This difference can be as much as four to five more years of quality life. And those are just some of the reasons you should learn another language. The list just goes on and on. Now you know the benefits of studying another language, but why should you learn Japanese in particular? Have you ever heard of Pokemon, Mario, or PlayStation? Well, they all came from Japan. Japanese pop culture is huge. Many of the animations, comics, and games that are loved by people from all over the world were created in Japan. Not everything gets translated either, so unless you know Japanese, you're missing out on a lot of amazing things that Japanese pop culture has to offer. And what about the fact that Japan is the third largest economy in the world? Japan has one of the largest electronic goods industries in the world and is the world's third largest automobile manufacturer. It's also one of the highest ranked countries in terms of innovation. Knowing Japanese opens up many business opportunities. And knowledge of the language, of Japanese culture, their work ethic, and business etiquette can go a very long way in the world of business. Oftentimes, it could even make or break an important business deal. Knowing Japanese, then, will put you ahead of the pack. Japan has one of the fastest growing tourism sectors in Asia. And actually, Japan will be hosting the 2020 Summer Olympics in Tokyo. We should add that the majority of the Japanese population can't speak English, so if you're planning on making a few friends in Japan, being able to speak at least some Japanese will get you a long way. There are many World Heritage Sites for you to see and enjoy in Japan. Perhaps the most famous one of all, an absolute icon of Japan, is Mount Fuji, the highest mountain in Japan. Another spot that I really like is Himeji Castle. It's one of the finest examples of Japanese architecture during the period of feudal Japan. Japan has a colorful history that spans thousands of years. The feudal period of Japan, the Age of the Samurai, lasted for nearly a millennium. Most notably, the country saw an unprecedented 250 years of peace and prosperity, giving rise to artistic, cultural, and social development, all of which you can see and enjoy in museums across Japan today. So clearly, there are many, many reasons why you should learn Japanese. Okay then, we've talked about why you should start learning a language and why you should start learning Japanese, but how should they get started, Risa? Well, it's as simple as learning your first word in Japanese and building up from there. The good news, though, is that you already know some Japanese. Sushi, samurai, karaoke. These are words that have made their way into English, but the reverse is also true. Many English words have also made their way into Japanese. Ice cream, beer, butter. In fact, 10% of all Japanese words used today come from English. 
This means that you already know a little more than 10% of all the words that exist in Japanese. Let's teach you something that you might not know, but is very useful. Arigato. It means thank you in Japanese. That's a useful phrase. Can you explain a little bit about what these characters are, though? Sure. That's actually the Japanese writing system called kana. And it's not as hard as it looks. Japanese doesn't use alphabetical letters in its writing system like English does. Instead, we use a set of characters called kana. You can think of each character as a syllable. A, ri, ga, to, u. You'll learn the Japanese writing system eventually, but for now, let's put up some romanization to help get you started. This romanization is called romaji, and it allows you to read Japanese before you become familiar with Japanese characters. That certainly makes things much easier to learn. Well, okay then. Now listen and repeat after Risa. Arigato. Now you try. Arigato. Your turn again. Arigato. Well done! Now you know how to say thank you in Japanese. We've covered a lot of things already, so why don't we wrap up the first lesson and recap on what we've learned. In this lesson, you learn that studying another language has many benefits, such as providing new job and business opportunities, Japan has a colorful history with many things for you to see and learn, and to say thank you in Japanese, it's... Arigato! See you in the next lesson! Bye! Bye! Anime. 皆さんこんにちは。元気ですかリサです。今日はこれをやります。Ding. Top 5 anime to help you learn Japanese。アニメで日本語を勉強することによって、レスニングスキルの役にも立つし、日本の,あの文化とか理解するきっかけにもなると思います。それと、普通の語学学習よりも楽しんで勉強できるっていうのが一番いいんじゃないでしょうか。Let's start! Number five. Cheese Sweet Home. Cheese Sweet Home. Cheese Sweet Home は主人公が猫ちゃんです。猫だけど日本語喋るの。主人公の猫はちーちゃん。ちーです。日本語喋るのでちゃんと勉強できると思います。Very simple. Very entertaining. If you're a cat person, this is full of cat. Woo! Nya, nya, nya. Number four. Shirokuma Cafe. Ma, 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 hello. The show revolves around a polar white bear that quit his job and opened a cafeteria. It's a great source for a beginner Japanese student. Number one, two, three, three. Persona 4, the animation. これはもともとプレイステーションのゲームからアニメになりました。ストーリーの内容は街で起こる連続回帰殺人事件の謎と、あと、その裏に潜む異界の存在に仲間たちと共に挑んでいくストーリーです。No.2 Death Note Death Note L <笑>これはドラマも結構日本では有名で、あの、実は私アニメは見たことないんですけど、ドラマなら見たことあります。アニメじゃなくても、ドラマでも日本語勉強できると思います。ナンバーワンナンバーワンワンピースワンピースこれはアニメ
そんなに見ないっていう人も知ってる人多いんじゃないでしょうか私も普段はそんなにアニメとか漫画とか見ないんですけどこの「ワンピースは知ってます知ってますというかあの見たりしますたまに本当楽しいと思いますよぜひチェックしてみてくださいえっとお話はルフィが海賊王を目指して仲間たちと共に冒険をするお話です海賊王に俺はなる以上、トップ5アニメ to help you learn Japanese です。なんか参考になれば幸いです。もしもっとアニメのリストを知りたい場合は、下のリストをクリックしてみてください。じゃあまたね。Thank you for watching. Bye bye. Hi, welcome to Introduction to Japanese. My name is Alicia, and I'm joined by. Hi everyone, I'm Risa. In this lesson, you'll learn the basics of Japanese pronunciation. Pronunciation refers to the manner in which a word is spoken, so don't focus on reading what's on screen. Instead, focus on listening and repeating. Japanese is what is called a mora timed language. What this simply means is that every character in Japanese, which you can think of as a syllable, occupies the same length of time. Sumimasen. Sumimasen. Notice how each character is pronounced for an equal amount of time? Sumimasen. No character takes up more or less time than the other characters. Every character is valued equally and is pronounced evenly throughout. Sumimasen. English, on the other hand, is a stress timed language. Syllables that are stressed are valued greater than syllables that are unstressed. Opportunity. The stressed syllable to in opportunity is deemed more important. So it's pronounced longer than all other syllables. Listen to it again. Opportunity. This gives English a machine gun like rhythm where the pace is sometimes fast and at other times slow. One last time. Opportunity. Compare this once again with Japanese, which is steady and even throughout. Sumimasen. Because equal value is given to each character, there is no word stress in Japanese. When pronouncing Japanese words, Try to imagine a constant stream of syllables flowing out from your mouth. There are five characters in Japanese that signify a vowel sound. A, I, U, E, O. Apart from these five characters, all other characters, except for one that we will cover shortly, is made up of a consonant sound in one of these vowel sounds. Ka, ki, ku, ke, ko. Sa, si, su, se, so, ta, chi, su, te, to, and so on. Only this character here is kind of special. It's a consonant sound without a vowel sound.、Mm. So, to recap, a Japanese character could be a vowel, a, or more commonly made up of one consonant and one vowel, ka, or it could just be this consonant sound on its own.、Mm. Now you know the possible sounds that make up a Japanese character, but let's look at all the sounds in Japanese collectively. In the previous lesson, you realized that you already know 10% of all words in Japanese, which is a miracle. But are you also aware that you already know roughly 80% of all sounds in Japanese too? That means that if you were to simply imitate a Japanese speaker, your pronunciation would be correct roughly 80% of the time. For example, listen and repeat after Risa. Wasabi. Wasabi. Chances are your pronunciation was pretty spot on. The W, S, and B sounds are practically identical to English. 
The sounds may be the same, but don't forget that Japanese isn't a stress-timed language like English. So instead of stressing the second syllable like wasabi, make it even throughout. Try again. Wasabi. Wasabi. Nearly all sounds in Japanese are identical to English, like the W, S, and B sounds in this example. Since you already know how to pronounce most of these sounds, we only need to pay attention to the handful of sounds that are completely new to you. They're the ones we need to look out for. In the previous lesson, we taught you how to say thank you in Japanese. Do you remember what it was? It's... Arigato. This word is often romanized like this. Focus on the second character. It's often written as an R and an I, but don't be fooled. This character isn't pronounced using an English R sound at all. Bi. It's like a mixture between an R and an L sound. Bi. There's no such sound in English, but most people would transcribe this using the letter R because that's the closest equivalent there is in English. Pronouncing it like an English R, however, would be a huge mistake. To pronounce this sound, lightly tap the gum ridge behind your upper teeth with the tip of your tongue. It should be a quick, striking motion, similar to the sensation you get when pronouncing the T in words like butter, cutter, and so on. Don't roll your tongue like an English R. Most of the air should go around the sides of your tongue, the same way it would when pronouncing an L sound. This is why many people describe this sound as in between an R and an L sound. Listen and repeat after Risa. Li. Li. Arigato. Arigato. Well done! Let's wrap up this lesson by recapping what we've learned. In this lesson, you learn that Japanese is a mora-timed language, where syllables are pronounced for an equal amount of time. Japanese characters can represent a single vowel sound, a consonant and a vowel, or a single consonant sound. Collectively, nearly all the sounds in Japanese are identical to the sounds in English, and there are only a handful of new sounds that you need to learn. Welcome to Japanese Top Words! Today's theme is... 10 Happy Words! Happy, 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 happy. Ureshi. Happy. Ureshi. Happy. Happy, happy, yay, ureshi. Chocolate o moratte, ureshi. Arigato. I get the chocolate. Whoa. Mina de tabeo. Dan. Kire. Beautiful. Wow, kire. Whoa. すごい。素晴らしい。元気。元気。元気。元気。元気が一番。はい。昨日いっぱい寝たから今日は元気いっぱいです。元気。みんな元気ですか。イエーイ。好き。ライク。アイスクリームが好きです。犬が好きです。素敵なあなたが大好きです。わ。希望。ホ
笑ってはいけないところで笑う<笑>興奮する excited excited 大好きな人のライブを見に行って興奮する親切 kind <笑>あれあれ携帯がないファニーインテレスティング面白い人になりたい面白いは二つ意味があってファニーの面白いとインテレスティングの面白いがあります例えばファニーだったら面白いっていう感じでえっとインテレスティングの方だったらえええ面白い見て見て見て面白い<笑><
Twenty travel phrases you should know. Let's start. Thank you. Thank you. もし丁寧に言いたい場合はありがとうございますです。ありがとうありがとうございます。すみません。Excuse me? すみません。Excuse me? 例えば道を聞きたい時とかに人を呼び止めるときはすいませんこれはいくらですか ?How much is this? これはいくらですかこれはいくらですかあれはいくらですかそれはいくらですか駅はどこですか Where is the train station? 駅はどこですか東京駅はどこですか Where is Tokyo station? Something like that. Wi-Fi は無料ですか Is the Wi-Fi free? Wi-Fi は無料ですかすいません、パソコン使いたいんですけど、Wi-Fi のパスワードを教えてください。Oh, connected! Thank you! 私はちょっと前までこの Wi-Fi を Wi-Fi って呼んでました。<笑>なんか、あの、友達が教えてくれるまでずっと Wi-Fi、Wi-Fi って言ってて、通じなかったんですね。Wi-Fi です、皆さん。<笑>これをください。I'd like this. これをください。すいません。これをください。100円です。ありがとうございます。メニューお願いします。Could we have the menu, please? メニューお願いします。Could we have the menu, please? すいません。英語のメニューお願いします。おすすめはありますか ?Do you have any recommendations? おすすめはありますかあ、すいません。ここのお店のおすすめありますかほうほうほう。あ、じゃあそれください。でん。ピーナッツアレルギーがあります。I'm allergic to peanuts. ピーナッツアレルギーです。I'm allergic to peanuts. 猫アレルギーです。キャッツ。花粉症です。私本当に花粉症で今の時期はとても大変です。ベジタリアン用のメニューはありますか ?Do you have any vegetarian dishes? ベジタリアン用の料理はありますかお肉が食べられません。I can't eat meat. お会計をお願いします。Could I have the check, please? お会計をお願いします。クレジットカードは使えますか ?Do you take credit card? クレジットカードは使えますか ?Do you take credit card? ビザは使えますかマスターカードは使えますか ?Do you take credit card? 写真を撮ってもらえませんか ?Could you take a picture of me, please? あ、すいません。写真を撮ってもらえませんかお願いします。チーズ<笑>禁煙席お願いします。I'd like to have a non-smoking seat, please. てんたん。いらっしゃいませ。2名様ですかはい。禁煙席、喫煙席、どちらがよろしいですか禁煙席、お願いします。喫煙席、スモーキングシート。負けてもらえませんか ?Could you give me a discount? 負けてもらえませんか ?Could you give me a discount? あ、これ欲しかったやつだ。あー、やっと見つけたな、これ。あ、すいません。これ、いくらですかえもうちょっと負けてもらえませんかもし負けてくれたら2つ買います。負けてもらえませんか ?Could you give me a discount? 地図ありますか ?Could I get a map? 地図ありますか新宿駅の地図ありますか予約をしたのですが。I have a reservation. いらっしゃいませ。あ、すいません。予約をしたのですが。I have a reservation. 水お願いします。Water, please.
Thank you for watching. That was 20 travel phrases that you should know. And if you really want to learn Japanese, subscribe to JapanesePort101.com. Thank you. Bye. I have to speak perfect English, but I can't. What can I do? Oh. Hi, welcome to Introduction to Japanese. My name is Alicia, and I'm joined by... Hi everyone, I'm Risa. In this lesson, you'll learn the basics of Japanese writing. In English, we use one script, the English alphabet, to write. To write in Japanese, however, you will need to use three different scripts together. And they are hiragana, katakana, and kanji. Hiragana is like the basic Japanese alphabet. Instead of 26 letters, however, we have 46 characters. Each character represents one syllable. These five characters, for example, represent the five vowels in Japanese. A, I, U, E, O. All other characters except for one are made up of a consonant and one of these vowels. Ka, ki, ku, ke, ko, sa, shi, su, se, so, and so on. Katakana is almost exactly the same as hiragana. The only difference is that it's written a little differently. A, i, u, e, o, ka, ki, ku, ke, ko. Hiragana is more cursive, while katakana has a lot of sharp corners. The final script is kanji. Kanji is the use of Chinese characters in Japanese writing. This is because Japanese writing actually originated from China. Right. A long time ago, Japan only used Chinese characters. Today, we use all three scripts together to write Japanese. Unlike hiragana and katakana though, kanji is nothing like an alphabet. Kanji characters are a special type of character that represent an idea or concept. They act more like entire words than individual letters. And unlike the alphabet, there are thousands and thousands of kanji characters. Not to mention, there are many different ways you can read them too. So the pronunciation actually changes according to the context. Okay, now you know that there are three different scripts used to write Japanese, but why is this the case? Let's look at each script in a little more detail. You can think of hiragana as the default script used to write most things in Japanese. It's the most common of the three scripts because it's used to write functional words, including most grammatical particles, such as possessive, no, watashi no pen, prepositions, ni, gakkou ni iru, as a subject marker, wa, jon wa gakusei desu. And it can also be used to write words that lack a kanji rendition or whose kanji is obscure or considered too difficult for the reader to understand. Additionally, it's used as inflectional endings for adjectives and verbs together with kanji. Miru, osu, 
In theory, you could use this script to write everything in Japanese. For this reason, it's generally best to learn hiragana first. We mentioned before that katakana is almost exactly the same as hiragana. The only difference is that it looks slightly different. This is the least common of the three scripts because it's used to write foreign words and names. Computer, beer, London, John. And onomatopoeic sounds. Wang wang, nyang. It's common to learn katakana after you learn hiragana because of their similarities. The final script is kanji, which is undoubtedly the hardest one of all to learn. Kanji is used to write most words of native Japanese or of historically Chinese origin. This includes most nouns, shito, gakkou, the stems of most verbs and adjectives, miru, iku, akai, kowai, and most personal and place names, Tanaka, Hiroko, Tokyo, Osaka. Learning kanji may be difficult since there are thousands and thousands of them. They are, however, an integral part of Japanese writing. Okay, let's wrap up this lesson by recapping what we've learned. In this lesson, you learn that there are three different scripts used to write Japanese. Hiragana is the most common, and it's used to write functional words and particles. Katakana is used to write foreign words and names. And kanji is used to write native Japanese words, or words of Chinese origin. We've covered the very basics of Japanese writing. Check out our Kantankana series to learn the hiragana and katakana scripts that we talked about in this lesson. And check out our Introduction to Kanji series where we teach you the quickest and most effective way to tackle learning kanji. In the next lesson, you'll be entering Japanese boot camp where you'll learn useful beginner phrases to get you speaking Japanese right away. See you in the next lesson. Bye! Bye!